That I'm serious. I hate people. When I ask people, hey, how are you? And they say I'm walking on sunshine, I want to kick them in whatever genitalia they have <laughs> on their body. You're listening to the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. And this is episode 31. 31 take. 75. <laughs> Se- 70, only 75? I don't know. It feels like a million. It has been a long and arduous. What a great word. Shit tumultuous. Shit tumultuous, yes. It's, it's weak. It's been a shit storm. <laughs> a shit storm of pain. Oh, but I we're finally here and this is going to work. Damn it. It is going to work. It is going to work. It may be a shortened episode, but yeah, yeah. we made a promise. And we're going to keep our word because if, if that's all we've got, if, if all else fails, at least we are men of our words, uh, right? Yeah. No, am I wrong? Man, man of words, men of our words, men of our, men of your. I'm a man of my word. Word, yeah, plural. Well, men words. There's more than one man, more than one word. Oh, I I don't think that's how that works. I'm a man of my word, and Josh is a man of his word. Is, is that, that better? Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's go with I'm that. I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, okay. So that said. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, we, You know what? We actually have a – well, is it a new segment? I think it's just a defined segment. It is. A- <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> we have done it before. And there was a rousing lack of response. Absolutely. There <laughs> People are like, what? What the fuck is this? And, and I don't want this. And because of that rousing lack of response, we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back harder, faster, stronger. That's right. That's the way we do. Um, it's a little segment we like. We are what well, we like to call. This is the first time we, is, we're, that we're going to call. We are want. We are christening to it. call. We are christening it. Yes. We, I'll drink to that. Yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, let's take a drink. Mm. There it is. Mm. It is a segment we shall call Word Up. Word Up, indeed. Word Up. And so, we'll let you figure out what it's about. Uh, that's right. Um, it, we went to go see Inside Inside Out. Inside yeah. Out, yeah. We didn't go together, but we both ended up going we to see didn't. it. We didn't. Did you go see Jurassic World yet? I haven't had a chance. What the fuck is wrong with you? I haven't had a chance. My It's not friendly for my kids, and I have had my kids, so I can't go to that. You're yeah. Okay. See, is that I a good want, reason? That is. <laughs> I mean, you don't want my kids pretending that they're that's Indominus the sh- Rex. That's the shittiest reason, actually. Is it? Wait. Every child. Yes, I want them to pretend they're in the Indominus Rex. Every boy. Every boy. Okay. Wanted yeah. to be a dinosaur when they grew up, and if not a dinosaur, they wanted to be a dump truck. Not <laughs> not a dump truck <laughs> operator, mind you, but a actual. Honest to goodness. Just a dump truck. Just a dump truck. I think mine would rather be a bulldozer. Yours are bulldozers. They are, aren't they? Both of them. Truly. Good and, for them. Anyway. So, uh, and, oh, and we did have another segment we're going to do tonight. Twitter questions. Twitter questions. We've so, been tweeted. We have been tweeted. I, I have violated. Tweeted. Oh, is, is tweeted the right word? Uh, who knows? Who cares? We're going to speak incorrectly. Who Cares. Did you see that one time that Michael Scott? It's not Michael Scott, but in character he said, "I have tw- tw- uh, like twatted before when he's talking about tweet- <laughs> tweeting." And I was like, "That's no. not right. No, 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 no. That's not how that worked." But I thought you were going to talk about the Astros pitcher, which one? Mike Scott. Mike Scott. No, you know who Mike Scott is. Yeah, I do know who Mike he Scott is. Pitched a no hitter. Yeah, I pitched a no hitter. You know, nobody cares. I pitched a no hitter. This is a podcast about nerd stuff. Yeah, we Why are we do- talking baseball? What are sports? Why'd you even bring it up? I did. You brought it up. I didn't bring it. Did I? I, I brought up Twitter. You brought up baseball. Oh, God. You know what? I wish people would talk more about baseball than about stupid Twitter. I would agree. But, well, no, I can't even say I love Twitter. It's, it is a useful tool. It's a means. And it has allowed us to correspond and speak with people that uh, we may normally not been had the uh, misfortune of meeting in person. We live in the and I use the wrong I use the wrong word there <laughs> on purpose. You know who you are. You do. You do know who you we are. We live in the golden era of social media. 
Uh, right. That's not your quote. No, um, it's not my quote. He knows. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. And I agree with him heartily. I, I do. Yes. He's he's a fun guy. He's I a like fun him. guy. Wisdom, wisdom abounds from the northern part of this. Con, uh, I feel nation. like dedicating this episode. Do you want to dedicate it? Yeah. Go ahead. Who are we dedicating? I it don't to? know. No Chicago, one. the sub- the suburbs of Chicago. I'd rather talk about Chicago than talk about Cleveland. Yes, because Cleveland. Hmm. <sighs> so the cradle of sadness. <laughs> cradle of sadness. I just wanted to throw something about babies and sadness in there. Cradle of that. That is depressing. <laughs> it kind of is. That is the most depressing thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Were you thinking of Cradle of Filth? No, when you- I mean, I do like Cradle of Filth, but I wanted to make it not just filthy, but also depressing. So sadness. Ladies and gentlemen, JD <laughs> has made <laughs> I bet you babies depressing. I bet you don't use that as our intro. This there is week. no. There is <laughs> How do you make babies depressing? I don't know. D- babies are wonderful. I agree. Whole Unless they're yours. My babies are wonderful too. Yeah, well, not when they anyway. Okay. Lack okay. of sleep. <laughs> Can we do our first segment? Word up. Word up. In case you hadn't figured it out, it's more of a literary thing. <laughs> as I do my finger quotes. I think lit I think literature suggests that you're not just well read, but you're skilled in the art of language. Maybe not speaking. And it, grammar. No. Oh no. No. Oh no. 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 <laughs> That's a misnomer right there. Oh god. <laughs> it's very much a mis it means you know how to read. Are we, is this segment gonna be douchey? No, not at all. Okay, so the book that we're We've selected for our that first you selected. Word I up. don't read. Uh, you don't read novels. You read other things. I, I'm just messing with you. I I read it for the articles. Truly, okay. I, the this, book, you know, it's <laughs> that's right. So I, I watched the Divas match for the stories. That's that's just uh, the truth. That's what I said the other day. Did you watch Tough Enough? Uh, I have. Yes. Okay. I didn't vote though because I didn't have the app. Okay, the book, uh, The Martian. Th- this, the Nth Castle is becoming the cradle of sadness after yeah, well, that comment. <laughs> the Martian by Andy Weir is the book that I talked about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Self-published uh, in 2011 by Andy Weir, and then it got picked up by a big publisher in 2014 and re-released. And the trailer for the movie came out recently. It's being released in October, and it's got your favorite actor playing the main character, Mark Watney. And it is the one, the only... Matt Damon. Fuck that guy. Yeah, well, no, I'm not really. No, happy. I'm, I agree. I'm not really happy with the casting because I don't see how he can pull off the sarcasm. I, I think Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday would have been like perfect. Oh, as Doc Holliday, yeah, yes. not now. No, 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 not no. now. Or There's the, no fat or Batman, fat astronauts or Batman or yeah, no, not that Batman. <laughs> no, the, forget it. Yeah, Tombstone. Did Val you Kilmer. see that the rumor is that? Uh, Affleck may be directing, directing mm-hmm. a standalone Batman movie I think for a 2018 release. I'm okay with that. You are? I think he's a good director. He did the. Oh talent. no, I don't. I'm I'm not complaining. Yeah, I just think that was interesting. Okay, so The Martian. Here's the plot. It's called The Martian because it's set a little bit in the future when man has finally made space exploration to Mars. So this is the third manned mission to Mars. Okay, and they're flying on the Ares, and they're going to leave Matt Damon. They're like gonna. They're gonna like drive. Okay, it's not Matt. Open Damon. the door. Yes, and just and then push him. In. Don't, don't even slow down. Right. No. Don't even slow down. Just like you're taking a big curve. You have to take a big curve. Right. Uh, that way, uh, when you open the door, he, he gets thrown out. Exactly. With just the force. And of so your turn. No, that's not what happens. So what happens is they go and they're going to be there for 30 days and they're running tests and biological, chemical tests to see if you can grow anything on Mars, test the weather, test everything, test the effect on the human body because maybe people later will live on Mars. Wait, 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 wait. They're going to see if this planet's habitable? Yes, basically. Didn't he do that in Interstellar? Well, different. It wasn't Mars. He went through a different galaxy, right? Through like this not weird... far enough away. Well, this is true. But he was in stasis. So what happens Should is – stayed in stasis. <laughs> I agree. So they go there, and they're there for about six days. They're supposed to be there 30. And there's this huge storm coming on Mars, so they decide to evacuate. As they're evacuating, Mark Watney, Matt Damon's character – let's just go with Mark, not Matt. Just Mark Watney. Fucking Matt Damon. I know. He is trying to get on the spaceship, and he gets struck by an antenna in the chest – 
and it oh, malfun- please, malfunctions please. his suit, so they think that he's dead. Oh. So they can't find him in this crazy storm, so they leave him. Come to find out, he's not actually dead. His suit had just malfunctioned, and it was really a kind of a cool way that it saved his life. The blood from his wound coagulated the whole of the spacesuit and kept pressure in there enough so that the oxygen didn't all leak out and he didn't die, which is a pretty cool idea that the blood would be able to do that. There was, there's a lot of science in this book that I don't quite understand. How many cheeseburgers do you have to eat for yeah, your blood? It's the, it's, it was the atmosphere that reacted with his oh. blood that way. So there's a, so he has zero contact with Earth now because the satellite array got destroyed in this storm. There's another manned mission from Earth coming to Mars in four years. He's got enough food for six people to last 30 days, 180 days, and then he has to make it go. He has to find a way to last 400 days and then get to the other landing site, which is like 900 kilometers away on Mars, where all he has is like a rover that can go 20 kilometers per hour. So Does somebody run over him with the rover? No. So he's in a bad he's in bad shape. So what he does is he figures out how to grow food on Mars because he's the Oh, plant guy. I can't even... Uh, botanist. I was going to say botanist. botanist. I was yeah. like, I was like, epidemiologist? No, that's not right. No. That's not even no, close. That's infectious and diseases. He, yeah. Botanist and an engineer <laughs> is what he's... Oh, what, so what a stellar combination. I know. It's almost like it's planned. Oh, this... So... This, this book writes itself now. Pretty, pretty, I mean, I think chapter four <laughs> just wrote itself. So it's really a good book. His character keeps a good sense of humor and is funny and witty the whole time. And the things that he does and the ingenuity that he comes up with to survive his time on Mars and try to make it to being rescued is really interesting. And then people on Earth, when they feel it, they realize he's alive. They decide to spend billions, and I'm talking billions of dollars, to try and save him. And the principle behind that that they're trying to go is that in every culture on earth that's inherent is the need to help someone else and the desire and the want to help other people that are in need. So maybe it's misplaced because they're spending all this money to help one person and spending instead of spending instead of like feeding the billions of people that are starving truly on earth today. Yes. I agree with meanwhile, you. Meanwhile, we have to save Matt Damon because it's so public and seen. He's very visible. That's why they decide to save him. Yeah, that's like logical. But the book is really it's really well done. It's a short read, about four hundred pages, and it goes through his journey of actually getting food and getting to the point where he could actually maybe survive to the end. And then there's different mishaps along the way and catastrophes and trying to make things last longer than they're supposed to last and use things the way that they're not supposed to be used. And I'm not gonna tell you if he makes it or not, because there's that tension the whole book which makes it interesting. But it's definitely worth reading and worth checking out because it, like I said, it's a quick read. But the humor that Mark has and the way that it's written and the science and everything involved with him being on Mars and trying to survive is really, really well done. I, 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 can't, I, I can't take 400 pages of Matt Damon. It's not Matt Damon. It's Mark Watney. Imagine it as Doc Holliday and you will enjoy it so much more. Okay. There you go. Still not going to read it. I know, but you should. But it sounds good. It is a, so what a you're saying book. is that it was very well written. Very well written. Andy Weir did a great job, especially okay. for an independently published. I don't know how many reviews he had, okay. but it's well done. And, yeah, and good for him. That is awesome. Absolutely. Bypass, bypassing, well, there are no gatekeepers anymore, right? Mm-mm. That's the age we live in. Good for him. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that it got picked up by a major publisher yeah. and distributed because it's worth reading. Hey, the story of someone being able to be successful uh, should be encouragement alone absolutely uh for anyone else that is out there trying to make it got a piece of art you want to get out there yeah that's encouragement yeah to me so there's your first word up yeah uh and then ridley scott directed uh the movie it comes out later this year october i believe october Mm -hmm. and it's got jessica chastain in it It as well another uh uh, actress from uh, interstellar so there's a lot of kate morrow's in it okay oh um yeah Jeff Daniels is in it too. Oh, so well. I mean, Ridley Scott has enough he pulls, for me. He pulls enough. Yeah, yeah. So Matt Damon aside, I I'm willing to go see uh, the movie uh, despite Matt Damon sure. because of Ridley Scott. It's going to so. be a lot of Matt Damon though. It's him by himself <sighs> on Mars. You know, I try to be optimistic. I so maybe. That. Maybe he redeems himself. Maybe this will be his pinnacle role. 
Do maybe we, maybe this will be the best maybe. he's ever done. Well, that was a, that was a good. I like that. It was a good segment. Well, Word thank up. you. You know, um, we'll have to do that uh, more often. Maybe not every week, but yeah, because who can read every week? Oh, I I don't know. With so much TV to watch, Gosh, and so many we got Twitter things, so to many read. other things that yeah. need our attention. Yeah, thirty Re-reading. thirty things that remind you of. The I don't 90s. need to be smart. Yeah, thirty things that let you know you're a child of the nineties. Come on, if need I need lists. knowledge, I'll just go to Twitter. Yeah, or Wikipedia. Are, are you, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, let me let me alter this. When I do uh, a, gospel, right? When I do a work <laughs> cited page, it always just says Wikipedia and me. Those are yeah. my sources: me and Wikipedia. Yeah. Hey, so. Word up. Uh, it's fresh. It is fresh. Uh, but did you know, this is an interesting little tidbit, that the the original uh, Word Up song by Cameo uh, came out in 1986. Really? Yes, 1986. But what I think is interesting is that LeVar Burton is in the music video for Word Up. Awesome. He plays, uh, I think, a detective that is uh, – chasing the band around trying to arrest him for whatever reason but i thought word up would be a great uh name for the segment because not only are we talking about the written word we're talking about stuff that we like you know bringing a certain enthusiasm and hey we like this this is the truth Mm -hmm. you know check it out but you know lavar burton uh, did reading rainbow reading rainbow so it's like man that's my child i guess you can find you can tie anything together if you try world. hard enough. It's a but small world. I thought that was interesting. I agree with you. So, all right. What a great segue. So, I guess it's time for our movie. Our movie, movie of the week. Sweet, sweet. Inside Out. Yes. Now, it's a Pixar film. Pixar cartoon. You might say animated. Animated cartoon? No, I wouldn't say cartoon. Okay, just an animated. Feature. I would call uh, a full-length animated. Feature. I would call Dragon Ball Z a cartoon. I think. I think that you should call that a classic. Uh, barf is what I call that. I think you should call that the apex of modern television. You know what? If you like Dragon Ball Z so much, maybe you and someone else should start a Dragon Ball Z podcast. Maybe that's all happen. I care. Yeah, I mean, there's a new show coming out. Maybe we'll do that. Oh, fine. Yeah. I don't care. Do Good. It. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you, you do care. whatever you want. That's right. I'm my own man. Uh, so the an- the animated short before Inside <laughs> Out, what did, you, what did you think of that? I liked it a lot. That was great. It was very cute. It was sweet. And it talks about, you know, it was a pretty song, very Hawaiian. But love. The message about love. love. People just want someone to love. And hope. Yeah. And I'm always. And never hope. giving up. Never gave up. He's saying that never song. Never giving up. I mean, he's a volcano. He probably sang that song for millennia, which is. It's a long time. Every day. Long time for us. Yeah. I, we would, <laughs> I don't know that I could sing the same song every day for that long. Oh, God. I'm not going to sing it for you now because I'm not warmed up. I feel like I've hated Matt Damon for a millennia. Yeah, well. That's what it feels like. That doesn't, it seems, it seems in, I don't know, misplaced. Inordinate? Misplaced. misplaced. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. But uh, yeah, the the short before was excellent. One of my favorite Pixar yeah, shorts. I think it was one of their better ones lately. Mm-hmm. They've done a good job with it. Yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. So Inside Out, uh, really really simple plot. Yeah. The plot, I don't think the plot was the focus no, of the movie. Absolutely not. I mean, it had a plot, a very short, simple plot, but I, I don't think that was what they were going for. I think the message was more important. Family living in Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, they get, they move to San Francisco. What a terrible decision. Yeah, that is an awful decision. I mean, it's better than Cleveland. It makes me so oh, God. Yeah. That would have been like a <laughs> tragedy. I would have walked out of the movie if they moved to Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes, <laughs> out. I can't watch this. Yeah. Uh, main character, Riley, 12-year-old girl. 12-year-old little girl. And so basically we – I mean, that's the plot. They 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 move from Minnesota to San Francisco. That's her coping and with she's, it. And yeah, she's dealing with that transition. And it's and that's hard when you're a kid. To it move. is tough. I moved when I was a little kid, and it was tough. Like I moved, it was not quite the same. I moved from South Dakota to God. to Dallas when I was about fifteen. So that's it was fairly similar. Yeah, because South Dakota, there's nothing in South Dakota. No, there's less than a million people in the state of South Dakota. There's more than a million people in Dallas. 
That is true. So it's quite a culture shock. So we have, we, we get a peek inside of her head, the five emotions. And they're what basically control her. They basically control her. Yes. And I think some can argue that, uh, well, some do argue that there are more than five basic emotions. Sure. Some say seven, some say eight. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, they settled on these five because any more than that, the storytelling gets a little convoluted. It be, yeah, it would be hard to get all those emotions in there and give them a role. And I feel like they picked ones that were logical. And that are easily identifiable. Easily identifiable. And so uh, we've got joy. Sadness, disgust, fear, and anger. Anger, yeah. And so I felt, I felt like all the actors, uh, well and actresses that were that they were well cast. Surely, um, you know, I, even now, I mean, it's been almost a week. You're still not sure if you like it. I'm still not sure if I like the movie overall, mm-hmm. but. We're gonna, and we're gonna get into this as we talk more about it, but I do appreciate it for what it represents and the message that it puts forth Absolutely. and the conversation that it started, uh, not just too. with me and my children, uh, but me and my wife and some other people as well. And it started a conversation. I think that's one thing it did really well is that it is thought provoking. Yeah. And I think if a movie can achieve that, sometimes you want to go see just a mindless, non thought provoking, like Jurassic World. Mindless. That's not thought provoking. For no, most I, I, I still don't fully understand how you can completely turn your mind off. But sure. I, I, I get the concept that's trying to be conveyed is that you, you don't doesn't re- really require a lot of effort. You just want, you're just going to be entertained, but your subconscious is still working, right? Uh, and you can't course. turn that off. So, right. right. But I get what you're saying. Inside Out, I think the main point of the movie is to get you to think and get you to ask yeah. questions. And maybe it's because I'm still processing some of it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I really need to see it again before mm. I can get a better grasp on it. Because I saw it once. I was holding one of my kids in my lap because the theater ah. was packed. And then my other one, I was having to hold his hand. So, <laughs> you know, but I think on a side note, I think it was good for kids because there's enough there for them to be entertained. My kids certainly did not fully understand it. But I think it was a good introduction to the way that you can deal with emotions. And I think it'll be a good tool for when they get to the point to where they start to feel different emotions. You can be like, well, look at Inside Out. You know, There's these different emotions that you can feel, and not every memory has to be specifically happy or sad or angry. You can mix them together because emotions are complex, and it's just not black and white all the time. That's right. Yeah, and maybe that was the main thrust of the movie is that there is this – concept of mixed emotions mm-hmm. and that's okay and sure. uh, you know so maybe we should start there because you know like i said the protagonist the main character 12 year old girl uh she has the fa- same five basic emotions as everyone else mm-hmm. but she has uh, a dominant emotion at least at the beginning yeah. of the story sure. which is joy. joy and joy seems to think that or does think that uh, riley needs to be happy all the time and needs to be filled with joy. Um, And so it starts at Riley's birth. And so her first emotion is joy. And I think, and I think it's great. I, I I really appreciate that because I think that's true. That's, that's going to be true for all of us. For the most part, right? When you're that age, when you're that age, um, you know, some might say, you know, the doctor slaps you on the behind. And so, you know, the baby cries, that's not really joy, but, but I don't, I think it went past that to the point where mom and dad are holding her Mm -hmm. and you feel that love. And so you, you, you may not fully understand it, but you, you feel that warmth. You you know, that you you have, I mean, you know, mom and dad's voice. And so it's just this moment of pure joy unadulterated joy. And I think, I don't think that was right after she was born. No, I no, think that it was wasn't. a little, no, that when she was able to process a little bit. Right. And, and so one of the devices they, they use uh, is this concept of how the emotions did their work and these created memories. Mm-hmm. And so memories were the corresponding colors. Yeah. Yellow uh, for joy, uh, yellow for joy, uh, red for anger, blue for, for sadness, green. Duh. green for disgust, green for disgust, Purple uh, for fear. Was it purple? purple? Purple for fear. We go with lilac. Lavender. Either. Mm. Mauve. I like mauve. I like mauve too. It's a pretty mm. color. 
I like taupe. Mm. But these, I don't think these are colors that children understand anyway. Flesh tones. <sighs> I like flesh tones. Do you? I do. Do you? Do Any you, flesh tones. Do you, do you have me. one in every color? Yeah, I do. Really? In my wheelhouse. Wow. <laughs> back to and Is that up. why you're trying to get back to the house? No. Do you have that attachment for the iPad? You, oh, did I tell you about my attachment? The one that's shaped like Gonzo's nose? Oh, <laughs> we're doing this. No, we're not doing this. Let's let's go back to Inside Out because it, that's not even that that doesn't even work. It curl. Forget this. I'll bring it over. No, <laughs> no. I'll clean it first. I I don't even <laughs> I don't even think you could put it in the that medical utensil the biohazard. Or, yeah, I don't even think you can steam that yeah, and it still be okay. I'll put it through one of those high rinse things that heat it up to like 300 degrees and wash it for an hour. So Riley feels these emotions that create memories mm-hmm. and one of the uh the coolest things about it is how these different memories and these emotions built different aspects of her personality and those core were memories. core memories yeah. and th- these were represented by different islands uh, which they were a brighter color and they yes. were more in her central nervous system and it was really it defined who she was yeah and they they grew too which i thought was yeah i liked how the islands fantastic. grew as as the things that they represented she had more memories that associated with those those islands grew family island goofball goofball island, 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 friend, island. friend island hockey island was fantastic can- finally well hockey, hockey getting some dab yes please because hockey is awesome I mean, I think that's a product of where they were. Minnesota. Being in Minnesota. When you're in Minnesota, Wisconsin, that area, uh, I think you learn to skate before you learn to walk. Pretty much. Um, You're holding a hockey stick in the crib. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's cool. But but that made it feel more relevant to and more important. It was much more relatable to think that some of the things that defined her weren't just – Emotions, but you know, a sport that she loves that can certainly define people. define a personality. Yeah. Absolutely, I like we love nerdy stuff. Yeah, and that defines a bit of our personality and podcasts. Yeah, we love podcasts, so, and that, you know, we'd have a podcast island, podcast island, and it's getting bigger every day. I think sometimes we live on podcast island, mm-hmm. and not in reality. But but not in reality. But that's okay. Uh, sometimes well, podcast island is nicer. It is. The people are the people are not. They all oh, they're beautiful. They are. They're all. Oh. Everybody's Twitter oh. photo is so nice. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I'm, I'm going to dream about Podcast Island tonight. I am too. Woo. Yeah. Don't bring a black light to Podcast Island. No, oh, God, no. no. It, it's just all blood, though. Oh, eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is, is there blood in there? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I didn't stop to look. <laughs> I mean, didn't stop to look. What just happened? I don't know. Ha. Okay. We're talking about a sweet animated so what, children's movie. What happens to Riley is when they, she moves to San Francisco, she tries to be happy like her personality's been. But something happens to joy and sadness, and they get taken out of the central core. And so she's really lost who she is. The only emotions she knows how to feel are disgust, anger, and fear. And so everything about her that she's known for her past is gone. And people often get in situations like that when there's a huge change or some life altering event happens you don't know how to feel for a while other than anger fear and disgust yeah you can't feel happy about it but you don't know if you can feel sad about it so you're kind of torn yeah and i think that was really well done in the movie and they did a good job of getting them out of there so that anger fear and disgust were the only ones that had any control yeah well, because uh, what sadness kept trying to touch the core memories, and, was, and they would turn sad. It was flavoring those memories, and joy wasn't having that. Uh, so the two of them get sucked into with the core memories long-term into long term memory, memory yeah. and and eventually into her subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And that's where the movie really took a, a strange turn. It was strange, but a good turn because for the first time, I feel like. A movie has really captured what it may be like with inside our head. And right. so even down to where the characters, the way that they were drawn yes, and the way that they were rendered and the different things that they did. Uh, like, for example, when Joy was being joyous, 
she got really she, fuzzy. She got really fuzzy. Like her edges weren't defined. There was no straight lines. Which is and awesome. Be, I like that a lot because joy isn't something that can be defined. No, exactly. No. And none and, of your and, and it feels are. fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. None of your emotions are clearly defined, and different things cause a different reaction and a different amount of each emotion. So I liked that a lot. No, that 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 was really cool. And that journey within uh, long term memory was really cool. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, you, you had these workers coming along and looking at different memories and making decisions as to, well, uh, do we really need to remember this? Uh, this? Yeah. No, you, we don't need that. All right. Because you know, they, they were vacuuming faded. into the tube. Yeah, they were faded. They weren't. They, they were didn't faded. have the color. They were just gray. That's right. And, and they were just a little gray, and they would get thrown into the pit, mm-hmm. which was what was that called? I forget what the pit was called. Uh, but in the pit, I don't know. You didn't come back from it, right? They were really dark in the pit. Oh, so yeah. like they got darker and darker as they until they got older, turned to dust and just, and just obliterated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which is how it works. And you know, I was really thinking. I was trying to contemplate it or, 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 or really think through what would it be like if we didn't if we remembered everything you know and we, we didn't lose memories i don't think we could function oh i don't think so. i don't think so either i, mean, I think it has to be the way it is because i th- i think if you could remember everything you wouldn't you be would, in the present you would go well you wouldn't be in the present yes because you wouldn't be able to enjoy what's going I I feel like you wouldn't be able to enjoy what's going I think you'd be driven mad. Yeah, you would compare everything. Everything. Because there were, there's always something that would be better than what's happening now that oh, you could remember. That's true anyway. Yeah. That's true anyway. But, there's something you could be doing now that's way better than listening to this crap. That's not true. But not better. There isn't anything that we could be doing now that is better than us recording this podcast. This, yeah, this is the highlight of our week. <laughs> And you're welcome in advance. Uh, but no, I think you'd go mad. Absolutely. I think you would be you would. driven crazy. Yes, you would. I think you have to forget things. Right. I mean, and it's not that they're forgotten. They're just not right on the edge of access. And I liked that too about long-term memory. You had all these long-term memories and they would choose certain ones to send up to the core. So you could still remember them. You just didn't have access to them, which I think is a, a good way of mm. pointing that out because – there's things that I can't remember right now, but all of a sudden it'll trigger a memory. And I will remember something I haven't remembered in years. And it'll just come up to my head. And I think that was really – Yeah. Well, lovely. I mean we can't lose memories. No. Right? Everything brain, is recorded. Our brain is such a magnificent So much better than GarageBand. So no. much better than GarageBand. <laughs> uh, our brain is such a magnificent machine. We will never create anything as good as our machine. Can you fa- – I mean – That's no. why I don't worry about AI. Yeah. <laughs> no. I really Except don't. for Ex Machina – that bitch was crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, spoiler: Ginoid robot kills everybody. Yes, uh, <laughs> that just still gets me. I want to see that again. Go back, go back and listen to our episode again. Yeah, that, that was a great movie. It was a great. If movie. you have not seen it, you need to see it. I still, I remember the people that were in the theater with us, and I was like, "Are we? Are we? Are we this bad?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, because <laughs> it was quite the crowd. It was. Yeah. Um, I had a thought. It went away. Okay. Thank well, you. Well, let's go back to the plot. So while they're in long-term memory, all of the core memories that were defining her and made the islands, the islands start disappearing. So family island starts crumbling. Hockey oh, island starts yeah. crumbling. Well, Friend what goes island first? Goofball island went first, which I think is appropriate. Sure. Because, because it's like the signaling of the loss of innocence. Yes. Uh, not innocence in like a more physical heinous type way but that 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 thing on thing, the inside right. you start to realize life isn't perfect all the life time. isn't perfect mm-hmm. and i can't be happy all the, all the time. time and yeah. and don't remind me i want to talk about that a little okay. bit this whole concept sure. of, you come on now Woo! get happy yeah, you gotta be happy. be happy all the time i'm walking on fuck sunshine you. i'm walking on fuck sunshine you fuck you motherfucker all right sorry as i digress wow I'm serious. I hate people. When I ask people, hey, how are you? And they say, I'm walking on sunshine. I want to kick them in whatever genitalia they have on their body, be it boy or girl. Or anything in between. That's right. Show me where it's at. Right. I'm kicking it. That's right. I'm going to stomp your windpipe. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So the islands start crumbling because she's losing her personality. And it's really kind of sad to see her deal with it because she can't feel sadness or joy. 
And that's what she needs to be feeling in these moments because I think those emotions are a little stronger for, especially for children. Yeah. You, to deal with the situation, she needed to be able to feel sadness and enjoy too at the same time. So she couldn't remember anything happily and she couldn't remember anything sad either. So it was tough for her. Yeah. So, so joy and sadness are working their way back. They, they need to get back to the control room. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to figure their way out. They run into the imaginary friend Bing character, Bong. Bing Bong, which Bing Bong, Bing Bong. I that, I can't remember having an imaginary friend when I was a I kid. I don't remember having an imaginary friend either. So I asked my kids and they all said yes. They all said yes. I'm like, "Why well, you I, I don't even remember talking to you about this before. Maybe I'm a horrible father." No, that's not that. But I is it something that you keep to yourself? I mean, yeah, do you, you don't tell people about your imaginary friends. I guess you wouldn't. No, I mean, that's Because people just, think you're nuts. Exactly. And I get... I mean, I know people that talk to themselves. Right. I did know one girl one time that would talk, what are you doing? I'm talking to my imaginary friend. Right. They're like 16. What are you doing? I don't get the... <laughs> I, I don't understand the need for imaginary friend because I never had one. Like, I had... I that had, you remember. What? You, 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 you didn't have one that you can remember. Right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I had plenty, I had my brothers and sisters around and I had plenty of friends. I don't feel like I needed, I think it makes sense for an only child, which Riley was. Yeah. Because maybe sometimes you need someone there that you can. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So they ran into Bing Bong and then they're still, I mean, it's kind of a sad journey back to the core because you see the continued loss of innocence and youth throughout the movie. And so imaginary friends, her Im- imagination station or whatever, I forget what it was called. Imaginary world, <laughs> like the land where she was creative and had like. Imagine her, land. Yeah. Or imagine. Things, oh, you know, I don't even remember now. Yeah, but things start disappearing from there. They start bulldozing things and tearing yeah. things down because that's just not, as you grow up, that stuff goes away. And I think it's accurate, but it's just kind of sad to watch that transformation. And with little kids, it's hard to think that they're going to lose that innocence and then their imagination isn't going to be as vibrant as it is because that really defines them at this age. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean imagination is so important. Yeah. I want to encourage that in my children. And you're right. That does that. Thank you for making me sad again. You're welcome. That's the second time. Cradle of sadness. <laughs> um. But that is true. I guess we get worn down by the realities. And, there's and, just no room for it. Yeah. Cause there's just, the world is a harsh, it is a harsh place. It is. And it's tough um, to grow It is up tough. And you try to preserve that innocence as long as you can, but you know, eventually it's going to go away. What did you think of when they were making the journey? Cause they were trying to get to the train of thought, which is brilliant. That is brilliant. Um, the train of thought would take them up to the control station, mm-hmm. but the train of thought didn't run. When she was sleeping. No, because you're not thinking. It just went to Dream World, which was creepy. Dream World. Dream World. Let's not talk about Dream World. No. You don't want to see into my Dream World. I assure you. No. You think you've seen some shit before. So what was the area between uh, that passage that they go to? Abstract thought. Abstract thought. Oh, that that was was fantastic. Very well done. And I like – it was very – descriptive of how abstract thought works because it's an abstract thing and you can't grasp it. So you try to look at it from all different shapes and angles and colors and you still don't understand it. Yeah. And I think it was a very accurate uh, portrayal. Uh, There was different levels, right? So they're clearing out this, this, this passageway of abstract thought and each level brought them down to a more abstract uh, structure. Yeah. And it just collapsed them down from 3D to 2D. And it was just uh, – yeah, It was awesome. That was an awesome sequence. Um, but I thought that was portrayed, at least in my mind, I was like, that's that's how I conceptualize abstract thought. It's got to be. You've got to break it down. Which is interesting that you can conceptualize – in you, The movie, way you think. The way you think yeah. in movie format – because m- most thought is not abstract, and right. I know people very well, linear. Most thought is mo- very linear. Most thought, most thought is very linear. Most, I do know some people that don't even grasp the concept of abstract. Most thought. people don't try because it's difficult. Because it's abstract. And it's you, not linear. Because we 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 don't 
We live in a linear world Surely. because we live uh, – time has such an effect on us and time is very linear. Uh, I think that the, the fact that time is linear really drives the way that we think. Yes. Uh, because – and it, which makes sense because our, our, our brain tends to be wired to the things that – Makes sense. Uh, it, it makes sense and understand because we there's a very felt effect that time has Truly. on us. Yeah. Not not just uh, mentally, but you know, we experience physically. And so, sure. uh, it, I, I think abstract thought is very difficult. I have trouble with it at times, but then everybody does. I find myself falling out of linear thought mode and thinking of things in a very abstract way. Well, I think but, the, the thing about abstract thought. You have to teach yourself how this to This is think. now the abstract podcast. Right. Well, you just have to teach yourself <laughs> how to think and to be okay with not fully understanding or grasping something. Because that's the way abstract thought is. Yeah. It's it's not fully – you can have a general idea of how it works and you can make that personal and a way that you can understand it. But that doesn't mean you fully grasp the whole abstract idea, which is fine. So on their way back to – uh, the main control uh, control station. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. uh, you've got anger, fear, disgust at the helm, not doing a great job. No, they're not. They're trying to be something they're not. Right. They're trying to be like, oh, what would joy do? What would sadness do? Yeah, which was interesting. They're they're almost in a way not being true to themselves. They know right. what Riley needs. But they can't do but it. But they can't do it. And because they, that's not them. That's not them. And I thought that was an interesting concept. Right. That they're trying to be something that they're not. Right. And they just couldn't quite pull, pull it off. I agree. But – and then Joy and Sat – Joy realizes along the way while anger and fear and disgust are failing that she looks at a memory – and then she's scrolling through the memory and then she sees that it changes color. Yeah. On, on its own. And that's when she has a realization like, you know what? Not every memory has to just be happy. Yeah. It can be sad and happy. And the memory that she saw was championship game, which was really happy, but she missed the goal to win the game for them and they ended up losing in overtime. They lost, which is really sad. And then it goes happy again because all her team friends. come by and say, Hey, you did a great job. We love you. This is awesome. Friends and family. Uh, yeah. So the overall memory ended on a happy note, but there was sadness. There was involved. sadness mixed in. And she finally, Joy, uh, who was voiced by Amy, Amy Poehler, the Amy Poehler, the Amy Poehler, which I thought was a great casting choice absolutely she's very bubbly uh and then sadness phyllis oh from the office gosh she's excellent yeah she may just just thinking about her yeah. dude, it just makes me sad it makes me sad it's like she's the embodiment of sadness <laughs> so they get back to the control room finally finally and Joy's like, all right, sadness, it's your job. You're going to take over from here. Because she realizes what Riley really needs to feel at this moment is sadness because all of her core memories are now sad because they're all from Minnesota. Her best friend memory is sad because she may never see her best friend again. And she may never play hockey in Minnesota again. She may never have the goofy memories from Minnesota again. So sadness, and she admits it to her parents, Mm. And then the sadness turns into joy when her parents realize what's going on and they love her yeah. and tell her it's going to be okay and be like, hey, we're in this together. We miss Minnesota too. We're sad too. But you know what? We can get through this together. So family, joy, all that stuff comes back. Like, And then she gets a new core memory that's blue and yellow. Yeah. And then from then on. She has all of these core memories that are multicolored, which I thought was awesome. That was fantastic. That that I really, I really like that aspect. Yeah. Um, so the overall message of this movie is that life is going to be filled with mixed emotions, always. And I, I think that it was this little girl, her realization that you know for, she wanted to be happy. And full of joy for mom and dad sure. because she felt like that's what she needed to be. And they knew her as the joy, happy that's little right. girl. Because that's what she was up she, until this point. She's not a little girl anymore. Right. And But how many of us get stuck in that mode of – Got to be happy all the time. I got to be happy all the time. 
and I got to force my, although I'm dead inside and I'm dying, dying on the inside, I got to put a happy face on Mm -hmm. and just be up. And you know what? That's not, yeah, that is not okay. That has got to be exhausting for one thing. You can't maintain it. But you can't maintain it. I don't want to be your friend. No, because, because you're not real. There's nothing real about it. You're not real. And, you know, and it's the same goes for people who are sad all the time. There's no reason for you to be sad all the time either because you can find joy in different situations. So there's – I think it was a good reminder that, you know what, com- emotions are complex and there's a balance. You don't be one all the time. You're a balance between all of your emotions, and that makes you a well-rounded real person. You know, I was talking to uh, Leah – on Twitter. Oh yeah. Leah. Uh, and, uh, she, she brought up an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were kind of talking about how, I, I, well, I think I had indicated that I still didn't know how I felt about the movie overall, right, right. you know, um, which may, maybe doesn't make sense based on, you know, I've, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gushing about the movie necessarily. I, I'm kind of like not gushing. I, I'm, I'm separating the the message from the 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 delivery method, the actual animation, mm-hmm. and and just I, the overall package. I kind of sure. I kind of compartmentalize, and so I, I I'm still in that state of I don't know how I feel about it. But what I do like is that I, I like what it's trying to say, and I like the fact that it started a conversation. Sure. And she said something that was brilliant, uh, and I completely agree with, which is any movie. Any movie that starts a conversation is a winner. Absolutely. And I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with Look that. Look at Leah being all wise. <laughs> Good job, Leah. Um, but no, I agree with that completely because it doesn't really matter if it's a crap movie. If it starts a conversation, then yes, that's a good thing. Yeah. And so I really I, – I would encourage people to see – even if you don't – you're on the fence – you don't you don't like Pixar movies. You don't like animated movies. Right. You think it's for kids. This movie is not really not for, for kids. kids. No, I mean it is in the sense that I think kids should see it with an adult, mm-hmm. with their parent, or or wh- whoever is a, 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 a an authority figure someone or, that, or someone that cares about them, someone mm-hmm. that loves them, and they can talk to them in their life that can t- that they can talk to and and, and have that relationship. Sure. I think they should see this movie. I agree uh, because I think that this is is a conversation that needs to be had. Yes, and one of the things that I would also want to say is that you know we already talked about these folks that feel this need to be up all the time and, and just be on and happy. I want to talk about the people that aren't allowing themselves to be sad because they feel like maybe something's wrong with them or it is wrong for me to feel this way. It's wrong for me to feel sad. And I would say to you, don't fight it. It is okay. You need to feel the sadness because you can't appreciate the joy and other things in your life without processing this information. It is not wrong to be sad. So I would say if you're in a funk right now, there's two groups of people. If you're in a funk or you're this overly positive Mm -hmm. asshole, let's just call it what it is. What it is, yeah. You need to go see this movie. Two reasons. Because you're in a funk, you need to know that it is okay to feel the way that you feel. Yeah, and I I hate that people think certain emotions are not okay to have because that's really popular in culture nowadays. It's bullshit. People try to tell you how you can and can't feel. Nobody nobody has the right to tell you how you can and cannot feel because you're an individual. Period. You're yourself. Period. You feel the way you feel, and what other people tell you, fuck them. That is your <laughs> – is your emotions and you're entitled to your own emotions. It took me a long time to learn that (laughs) a long time to learn that because I felt like I was that way for a long time. I felt like I couldn't be happy or I couldn't be sad. And so I was either really up or I was really down. Or you just had to be whatever somebody else thought, whatever somebody else, or whatever I, I thought somebody else wanted me to be. And then when I finally realized that that's not the true and I could be myself, you know, that's when I started making real friends and yeah. really progressing through life. And people will tell me that have known me before and after. They're like, you're such a different person now. And I'm like, well, I finally realized that it's okay for me to be yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm telling you that it's okay for you to be you. 
It's it's yeah. not an issue. People would rather you be real and be you than you pretend to be something that you think people want you to be. And I know that there are people out there that are in a funk, even Always. right, even right Always. now, sure. even right now, mm-hmm. because I look at my Twitter stream, and, <laughs> and and I see people that are in a funk. Surely they really are. When you're posting yeah. a lot of song lyrics, I know you're in a funk. <laughs> um, so I want I want I want those guys to know that it is okay. It's okay to be in a funk. Sure. Don't but there. I would also say that it's that that I don't I don't think it's okay to stay there forever. No, don't stay there. It's okay to feel um, that for a little bit. But it's bit. okay to feel that uh, because I think overall the other thing that uh, that uh, I'm hesitant to say the movie didn't do a good job of saying this because I don't think it's re- it's responsibility. It's no. it's art. It's it's entertainment. Some some things it can't be held accountable for. Sure. Right? We we have to be held accountable for our interpretation. So, well, you got to take responsibility for so, yourself. Ex- what a novel idea! Shocking. What what the hell is wrong whoa, with whoa, me? Whoa, whoa, whoa! The th- the choices we make have an effect on what, what happens. No. You mean I have to control this no. now too? I can't just be willy nilly and no. and just blame everything on everybody else. No, no, no. Um. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Uh oh, am I asleep? People that were in the <laughs> funk. Yes, um, you can be there for a little bit, but don't stay there. Don't stay there. Uh, oh, I was also going to say those those you you overly positive assholes that you need to go see this so that you can understand that it is okay to to be in a funk. It's okay to to feel sad. I I want you to understand that you need, and even if you're generally, you know, there are some people that actually are. Sure. Pretty up, beat, sure, n- naturally, absolutely, and that's okay yeah. too. Yeah, but don't fake it. Absolutely, but I, I, and I think this only applies to the people that are faking it. You need to understand that 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 it's that you need to stop it, but you also need to have a better understanding about those around you that can't do what you're doing. Sure, and so not I, everybody's you. Everybody's an individual. Yeah, and so I'm not overly optimistic. I'm not. No, I'm not really? pessimistic. I <laughs> I know that's hard to believe. I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> Give me a second to recover from I, that shock. I, I try to be realistic. You and then, know? yeah, me too. And, and I think accept, that's why people like us. <laughs> accept things for how they truly are. It's you know, it's not that the glass is half empty or the glass is half full, but I feel like the glass is cracked. For you me, know? the glass needs two cubes of ice and some whiskey. Amen. That's what that's what it is. Um, so see go, the movie. go see the movie. Yeah. Go see the movie. To, completely worth seeing. Um, Start a very well yeah. made. Uh, one of the better Pixar movies. Uh, Anger is voiced by Lewis Black. The Lewis Black. The Lewis Black. I feel like he's been training – or preparing for this role for I've his whole for life. This, for this role my whole life. Absolutely. Uh, they, they, he is the embodiment of anger. Truly. And so no one else could have pulled off. No. Uh, I mean, they could, but... Wouldn't have been the same. It, no, it would not have been the same. No. And so I really like the casting. Uh, I, I'm going to say I like the movie. Okay. I'm not going to say that's my favorite. No. But I love what it's done. Uh, it's ma- It's made a lot of money. Boy, yeah. has it. Uh, obviously, Jurassic World is the 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 force that that cannot be stopped. Yes, Jurassic um, World is what we all strive for. Um, so, do you think Terminator Genesis is going to uh, knock Jurassic World from its perch? Yeah, just like the correct that, answer is no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, I guess it's possible. I, I have a hard but not time. plausible. <sighs> I can't even look at it. No. Have you seen the preview? Yes, I it's have. I. Uh, Come with me if you want to live. Did you, th- Fuck you. did you throw up in your mouth yeah, just a I, little? I died a little on the inside. <laughs> uh, but definitely go see the movie. Great conversation piece. So, oh, Twitter, question. Twitter question. Yeah. All right. Twitter question. Uh, and we, we had to wait till now because it's, it's about this movie. Well, it is pertinent to the movie. Uh, at Peach Geeks. I said that right, didn't I? I hope so. I mm. hope it has something to do with it. Must peaches. be a peach of a hand. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know you could. That's right. I could. I'm going to eat a peach and use my mm. iPad with my 
Gonzo attachment. Gonzo attachment. Blah. Oh, I don't even know. Man, we need to wrap this up. I got something to do now. <laughs> what was their question? The question was, where does Inside Out rank in animated movies? And so... Like the pantheon of all animated movies? Well, and so I actually had to ask for clarification. Oh, I appreciate that. Do you that. mean Pixar or do you mean all animated movies? Because in all anim- animated movies, it's pretty far down the list. Sure. So I think we're going to go ahead and go with Pixar movies because that's going to make this podcast not be four hours long. That's true. We could have an animated episode for sure. And we probably should. So uh, there have been what? 15? 15. 15 Pixar movies. And uh, it started with Toy 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 Story Story back into uh, 1994. 94 or 95. 94 or 95. I want to say it was 95. Yeah, I think it's 20 years old. Yeah, okay. So Pixar started Toy Story 1995. Where does Inside Out rank within all 15 of the Pixar movies? And this was submitted by at Peach Geeks on Twitter. I will go. I think it's in the top five, and I'll give you my top five. Ooh. Top five. Top five. Top five. Number one, I've got Toy Story. I think that's the best. It started it off. Mm. I think it still holds up. I think it's probably one of the funniest movies of the 90s and one of the best animated movies ever. Ever? In my opinion, ever. Okay. Second, I've got Finding Nemo because I have an attachment to Finding Nemo because that was my son's favorite movie when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'd watch with him to help him go to sleep. Oh. But it's it's a beautiful movie in the ocean and the story. It's just a great movie. Well... What a great picture of a father. Truly. You know. Absolutely. That's that's what we should all strive something. for. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Three, I've got The Incredibles. Okay. I love The Incredibles. I think that's the most underrated. Well, who doesn't? I think it's the most underrated of the Pixar films. I don't. I think a lot of people <sighs> don't like The Incredibles. They don't give it the credit that it deserves. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of people I talk to say uh, that's one of the worst ones. Really? Yeah. I don't. Like, worse than Cars, which is... No, no, bullshit. I'm no longer friends friends with those people. Cars 2 is the worst. How does Cars even work? I know. Yeah, whatever. It's the only only Pixar movie where there's no humans Mm -hmm. at all. It uh, ruins it. What was there, a Carmageddon? Apparently. There had to be Carmageddon. It's like Planet of the Apes, but no humans ever. But with Cars. Yes. Number four, I've got Toy Story 3. I love Toy Story 3. I like it better than Mm. Toy Story 2. Okay. Um... I just think it's a really well done movie and it's it's a good reminder of like how it's okay to play with your toys one last time, you know, before you go off to college. You really want to go play with your toys. Maybe don't I you? like playing with my toys. My adult Ooh, toys are even better. Yeah. And then number five, I've got Inside Out. I think it's fifth best. And I think because I think it's better than like oh, okay. all the monsters inc. You monsters you a bug's life. Yeah, we should two. go we should probably go through the list, right? Sure. Um, let me see. Well then after that there's up up. Ratatouille, oh, okay. Wally, Monsters Inc., Monsters University, A Bug's Life, Brave, Cars, Cars Two, and then Toy Story Two. So I feel like Cars and Cars Two shouldn't even be on the list. Cars Two is yeah. I think Pixar should just say ah, that's not really us. That, that, we didn't was, do that. <laughs> that was their their creator being really into cars. He's like, I want to make a movie about cars. Yeah. Did Lasseter direct that one he as did. well? He directed Cars. He Who directed right? Inside Out? I don't remember. It wasn't Lasseter. It wasn't Lasseter. I think he. I don't think they let him direct after Cars. <laughs> they shouldn't. No. But he did Toy Story. Yeah, but he. he you know, he kind of shot. He did all own. the Toy Stories, yeah. didn't he? I don't know if he did three. I think he did. He did Incredibles, right? And they're making a Toy Story. No, four. Brad Bird. Yeah, did Incredibles. Excuse me. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think it ranks? Um, I like your list. Thank you. I like your list. I would keep. I would. I would keep Inside Out at five. Okay. Your four was Toy Story 3? Yeah. You know, I think I would take Toy Story 3 out. Okay. And put in Monsters, Inc. Okay. But I would move Monsters, Inc. up to two. So it's like my finding it. Do you have an attachment to it? I do. Okay. I do. Uh, You know, there's just something about Monsters, Inc. that... I don't know. It just spoke to me. Sure. Uh, I really love Sully. I yeah. really love that relationship with him and Boo. I just um, get a little tired of Billy Crystal. You got to put up with his I, shtick a lot in that movie. I understand that. But notice I didn't say anything about him. Yeah. 
it, for me, it was Sully and Boo. Yeah, that and relationship. their relationship. Mm-hmm. And one of the better, if not best, endings of any Pixar movie. Sure. Just a look on Sully's face when he sees when he her opened again. the door because he really thought he never see her. Again. He never thought he would yeah. see her again, and just he hears her voice and sees her, and just that look on his face. Yeah, that was some pretty brilliant storytelling. That was excellent and yeah. animation to be able to affect me emotionally. Truly, from an animated character and the expressions. So. Yeah. I would go Toy Story, Monsters Inc. Uh what was the third one that you Incredibles. had? Incredibles. I would keep Incredibles at three and then Finding Nemo, Nemo and then Inside Out. Gotcha. I think that would be the order that I would go in. Awesome. I, I was not a fan of Bugs Life, no. not a fan of Ratatouille. No. Wally. I, I'm not a fan of Wally. Um I liked Up, but Up not is, in my top five. The thing about Up is it's really sad at the beginning, and I think that's emotional. But if you look at the rest of the movie, it's really not that good. No, and it, the characters it had really elements shallow. of it that yeah. just didn't make sense and fit. Sure, uh, it's like they threw things together. It should have been a short. Like, y- yes, if it would have just been the first fifteen minutes, is y- a short. Yes, because some of it got just really goofy. Absolutely. I mean, I like the story they tried to tell overall, but I felt – But like the dogs that could talk, who cares? Squirrel? Squirrel. Squirrel? Uh, no, I think you – actually, I think you hit it on the nose. I think that that story would have worked – it didn't have enough meat. Right. And would have worked better as a short. Absolutely. Um, didn't obviously didn't like the Cars movies. I, <laughs> I I think Toy Story two and Toy Story three are probably six and seven. Yeah, I'm probably two, two Toy Story three above Toy Story two. I would too. Um, that's why I had in my top five. Yeah. So overall, I mean, Inside Out. I, I think I think we're gonna have to agree that it is number five. Top five. Uh, top five. Uh, I think if I saw it again, I could have a better Maybe idea. Maybe have a different opinion. Yeah, yeah maybe have a different opinion. Because you always see something different that you yeah. didn't see One before. watch, I have it as number five. Uh, but, um, yeah. No, I think that's the way I would do it. Awesome. Thanks for the question, Peaches. Yes, thanks for the question. Keep the questions coming. Please we, do. We like those questions. We uh, we want to kind of play around and experiment with different segments. We like being did experimental. I say, did I say experiment? I like to experiment. I feel like I'm... Maybe buzzing a little bit. I'm a little I'm ever a, so slightly. I'm a little I'm adventurous. I'm a little happy. I'm a little adventurous. Boy, then we should wrap this up. Woo! It's time to go to work. It is. I mean, I'll try everything twice. Yeah. First time could be bad. This could have been a bad experience. So give it one more shot. Give it another go. So we've got some segments that we uh, want to try. Uh, I think some things that we we kind of. Uh, Experimented. <laughs> Ex- wanna, oh, Some ideas that. we've tossed around. I feel like I'm repeating myself. Uh, but we want to hear from you guys. If there is a segment that uh, you'd like to suggest, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter. I'm Josh at NthCast. And I'm JD at NthCast Metal. And I'm going to go one step further. Uh, you know, 140 characters doesn't quite cut it sometimes. I mean, unless you're a really good writer, you don't get enough. That's not Yeah, space. I'm not. I'm just not that piffy. I'm not that pithy either. Sometimes I, just, I got a lot to say. I mean, sometimes I, I will I will spend minutes thinking about how to rewrite a tweet right. just to 50 get 50 edits to get it right. Oh, 50 at least. That's a minimum. Yeah. It has like to I be start, at least 50. I start typing at 8:30 and don't post it till 12:30. Oh god. You have a problem then. Maybe. We need to That's why I'm so work ina- on that. so ma- inactive on Twitter. But you can um you can send me an email. I'm at a uh, job. Oh, wow. Yeah. Josh at Enthcast. That's can, pretty original. Enthcast.com. I'm yeah. sorry. Josh at Enthcast.com. And I, you can send me one too if you want. JD at Enthcast.com. They might have been able to figure that they out. They might have, but I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, please let us know. And uh, I guess the other thing, you know what? I feel like we need to say thank you. Absolutely. This has been an incredible past two weeks. The response overwhelming. Has it been overwhelming? Uh, yeah, it's shocking to me. I'm sho- I was shocked when we had one listen. <laughs> I really was, but the just the response and the people interacting and commenting on our episodes that we've done in the last two weeks has really been overwhelming for sure. It has been encouraging. It has been 
I don't know. It just it, I wouldn't say it's really stroke the ego. That's no, not really what. Not that, that's all. not what I'm going for at all. I, I just want to say thank you because you know you put something out there. You you work. Oh, can we say we work hard? We do work hard. Um, you, we you, make sacrifices. We, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when you do anything, when you put anything together, you you don't ever know what the response is going no, to be, no. and you try to do what you what you enjoy doing and what you enjoy talking about and you put it out there and you say okay hey maybe somebody listen maybe somebody get a kick out of it too right uh if not that's cool i'm having fun yeah we started having fun yeah we did it for us to start absolutely but a lot of people are responding and we're getting we're getting a lot of listens and we're getting people connecting with us Mm -hmm. and and conversing with us on twitter and on facebook uh, and, and that'll probably keep going on with uh, email. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, I just, I just want to say thanks. Absolutely. Uh, this is, this is the fun part. Talking with people, you know, talking with you is great. We well, do, but we do that all the time. We talk all the time. <laughs> we talk all the time. It's not like this is the only time <laughs> we talk during the week. But, but when I can talk to someone else and talk about things that I love and know that they love it too. Yeah. And that's how friendships start, by the way. And people that you would never have ever met ever. Yeah. So friendship starts when you're talking with someone. They go, wait a minute. You too? Right. I like that too. You ain't happy people too? <laughs> so do I. And, and this is just so much fun. So It has I, been fun. Just thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Let's keep it going. Tell some friends. Uh, let's build the community even yeah. more. The more, the merrier. Uh, make sure that you subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can do that at nthcast.com slash iTunes. Um, send us an email. Let's let's talk. Sure. Um, We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. We'd love to talk. You want to talk about Inside Out some more? You have any thoughts on that? You want to tell hey, us we'll that we rap. suck? Come on. <laughs> Bring it. No. Hey, we don't care. Talking's talking. Yeah, we just Love, want to talk to you. Love, hate, doesn't matter. Talking's talking. We can handle it. We want to talk to you. Come on, let's do this. Absolutely. And um, I think that's episode 31. That's episode 31. I had fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week, episode 32. Uh, don't know what age. we're going to do yet. We're going to catch up to my age. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just had a birthday. I that's did. Right. I just turned 32. What did I get you? Nothing. Oh, that's bullshit. I got you. You got me some whiskey. Yes. So that was the best gift. And that, but that kind of felt like Homer getting Marge the bowling ball with his name on it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to get gout from all the whiskey that I drink. That's all I'm saying. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Yeah. Later. Later.